three, seven, ocho, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, siete. Ocho. Milagroso. Oh, something. Oh, can't speak. Te amo. I love you <laughs> Con todo mi corazón With you, all Jesus. my heart uh, <laughs> Oh, senor uh, With all my heart Oh, senor I oh. love you, Lord hey. Better than this out say, of this world Don't know We should say Your boys are back Yes That's what we should The just, boys are back in town Boys are back in town <laughs> Da, oh da, 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 da. Okay, I'm loving it. Hey, bro, guess what? What, bro? It's the boys. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> let's, right, let's get go. it. What is up, everybody? My name is John Calvin Chance. And I'm Trey Cornwell. And this is the Steadfast Devotion Podcast. Where we talk about awkward stories. What is it like in the ministry? And you know what? How do we stay devoted to God? Exactly. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. In today's episode, as you can tell, the quality of the podcast is back to where it was. Facts. We're, I want to, we both want to apologize yes. for the lack of quality <laughs> of sound. Yeah, uh, we've had a lot of great feedback on these last couple of podcasts, um, but you know, me and John Calvin are both full-time college kids. Facts. Uh, we both have full-time jobs, and Facts. you know, li- life gets busy, and yeah, you know, we've been trying our best to maintain the same schedule on Mondays, yeah. and so you know, we're back together finally, back in the studio. You know, it's been over a month since we've done a podcast together. Dude, I can't even believe that. It's insane. I can't even believe that. But it feels good to be back behind a proper mic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I wanted to give a shout out to Sister Talika out there. She's been a straight up lifesaver lifesaver, uh, for like uh, the uh, podcast episode uh, with brother Caleb Herring. uh, My boy. Where, you know, we had some, I'll just tell you guys, life just hit this past season. You know, it really did. You know, I I was thinking about it. You know, we, uh, this season, we, you know, we're, we're just focusing on just setting the foundation. Yeah. (laughs) And within that setting the foundation, it just, the season just went to how how, we're, we're, we're like not anywhere near each other, but you know, we're setting the foundation in our ministries and uh, we're setting the foundation of where we are and we're taking that action. And I think, um, yeah. I was talking with actually with Nathan Beeler about this the other day, yeah. and I said, you know, um, I think what we what we're doing is that we're not just talking the talk, but we're walking the walk with with our actions yeah. because uh, the fact that um, we are though we were like you know not together, you yep. know, and, it, and it's not because we don't we don't like each <laughs> other. We lo- I do not like you no more. <laughs> we're not doing this again. Doing <laughs> Who ate my lollipop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just just time wise, we still just stay persistent of yeah. giving you guys yeah. an episode every week. Absolutely. And we try to stay on the f- uh where you know a foundation, who yeah. we are, why we do this, yes, what's the purpose of doing this, and um, we want to just you know the yes. the example of doing it, yeah. and um, I you know give I, I just can uh, be commendable right now to Trey for you know taking the the step of leadership of saying 
we need an episode this week yeah. for you know I this man from me you know I give him honor as much as I can give Aww. just the fact that you know, oh stop it you make <laughs> me blush you make me blush but, uh, yeah. you know uh, everyone goes through seasons of life where Facts. things uh, things go smooth. Yeah. Uh, we everyone goes through a season of life where things become uh, rocky. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all go through seasons of life where things are uncertain. Yeah. We all go through seasons of life where the timing just doesn't add up. They it doesn't don't. match. Um, and you know the Bible says the Word of God says that we have to be in season and in out of season. season. And uh, so, really, we've been learning how to how to be in season and out of season. Exactly. We, we've learned how to uh, try and 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 just. Do what we do, yeah. Uh, which is, you know, drop these podcasts on Mondays. And, you know, this has been a very valuable lesson mm-hmm. that when life gives you lemons, you just make apple juice, bro, Facts. and you just <laughs> roll with the punches. Bro, dude, you know? we make the best apple juice, my guy. I'm telling you, dude, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, lemons make the best apple juice. Facts, bro. We ne- Don't try me. Steadfast devotion apple juice? Question mark. Mm. Put it in the comments. Leave a like and a review and follow us on all social media platforms. Steadfast Devotion Podcast. Podcast. Exactly. Let's get it going. Hey, trend the word. Trend the word? Because the world is trending the world instead of trending the word. Trend the word. Yeah, share this to everybody, guys. This is, you know, it's just been awesome. I just, uh, <laughs> I feel so good to be back behind these mics. Bro. It feels different. Uh, it just it, feels, it, I it, feel a release right now. Yeah, dude. It and it's uh, different. It really do be hitting different. It sounds different. Oh, so yeah. obviously the quality, like we said, is gonna go up. Uh we apologize for the poor quality. Yeah. Uh when I, I do want to give a quick shout out to the Stead Fast Devotion Podcast, um, because that's the best podcast. <laughs> uh but I wanna give us I wanna give a shout out to uh Nathan Beeler and the Uplifting Podcast yes. and and the Search for Truth podcast. With brother Dusty Young. Yes. Uh if you haven't checked them out or haven't heard them already. Uh, go check them out. Give them a listen. Give them a like. Give them a yeah. review. Um, they're doing they're doing awesome. so incredible, bro. It's amazing stuff. Uh, the the podcasts uh, here in Wichita have really taken off. A uh, sister, Katie Young, yes. has her little section on the search for truth. Yeah, uh, and you know it's just been an awesome uh, ministry to really uh, watch grow. Um, and you know it's crazy to 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 see how far the steadfast devotion podcast has grown. Yeah, uh, how many nations? How many countries are we in now? You know we're in a handful. I just checked it earlier today and. Uh, let me check it real quick. It's mind-blowing to know that there yes. are people outside of the U.S. that listen to the Steadfast Devotion podcast. So right now, are the countries that we have reached, you ready for this? Yeah. The Philippines, Haiti, Canada. I know the guy from Canada, my boy, brother Noah, and from Qatar, Brazil. Come on, bro. Norway, <laughs> Australia. Oh, the UK. Shout out to the Australians. Oh, bro. I know. Dude, that's, under, dude that's nuts. Yo, dude. Look at God. Facts. Bro, he is so uh, transcending. Yeah. Dude, bro. he is worldwide. He gets the word out there. Yeah. And we, I mean, we, we're literally recording this in the kitchen. <laughs> of 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 our office, yeah, dude, and uh, and you know, and we're hitting people like Malaysia, bro. Malaysia, dude, come on, Switzerland, bro, bro. come on. We bro. have we have Swiss, bro. Swiss dude. cheese. Oh, don't do Swiss them like chocolate. that, bro. They're never gonna listen to us again if sorry, you say I'm that sorry. again. No, bro. Switzerland, we thank you for listening to us. That's and that's cheesest, bro. 
<laughs> Come on, bro. That's, I'm just saying, dude. Okay, oh, sorry. No. Wow. That's not holy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. And my favorite. My dad would be proud. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. He's probably dying laughing right now in his yeah. car. He's like, dad jokes. That's my guy. That's hey, my why, boy. Why did the elephant get kicked out of the zoo? Why? Because he couldn't keep his trunks up. <laughs> oh my goodness! In New Zealand, of all places, New so, Zealand, dude. Thank you all for just yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you. <laughs> I ho- one day, hopefully, we get to meet y'all. That would be insane dude, to the membrane. I think that'd be an awesome idea. I mean, we've talked about doing like uh, a meetup, a meetup, like where yeah. like five people show up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh, let's get into the topic. Yeah, let's go. All right. Well, you know, talking about. Um, seasons in our life right you know we're going through rocky seasons apparently the season that we've went through yeah. for <laughs> to how inconvenience inconvenience yeah uh but throughout all that i think one common thing that we've both understood is prayer absolutely uh, that even no matter what season you're going through we can still connect to god with prayer yes and he is an on-time god in our season and uh you know I want just really want to jump on this case of the importance of prayer. Okay. You know, like, um, we have a lot of guys, a lot of girls out there, a lot of, you know, people who, you know, are devoted to God, you know, are apostolic, you know, spirit filled. And, um, and it's awesome to see that happen right now in this, uh, what's going on in this world. And though they are on fire with God and they're jumping into this, we have a lot of people questioning about, man, I want to get closer to God, but yeah. you know, how can I, you know, I'm, you know, I, I, I felt that fire, that experience, but I want to just get closer to him. And the importance of prayer. Yes. Is very vital for us to know. Um, so you might be asking, you know, like what we just said, you know, you're on fire with God and, um, I want to be devoted to God. And I mean, you you understand there's people that um, that become a light, mm-hmm. you know, they get that fire and all of a sudden they're kind of like a match mm. that match that's not around other matches that burn. But that match is very temporary of its burn. It's, it's, it burns really fast yeah. and then it burns out. And I, I know that with prayer, it's. A connection with God. Mm. We now understand that the word, I say, is a roadmap to God, and you can listen to the voice of God through the word of God. But if you're not connected to God through a relate by the relationship, by connection with God, mm. then you're going to get to the point where all you're questioning is just like, what, where are you, God? I read your word. You know, I can read it academically. I can do whatever. But God, I need to I need to find you. I'm I'm just burnt out and the relationship between the between that that just the con- yeah the connection between God through prayer is so just vital that it's a consuming fire. Yeah, and you know, I think there are levels to prayer. Yeah. Um and I, and I I want to encourage somebody that every time you pray you don't have to like cry yeah and be and 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 be uh like the amount of tears does not define a successful prayer meeting with God come on now um so there are different levels of prayer um and there are no prayers wasted yeah 
So when you pray, um, God, 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 God wants us to pray. Yeah. Not only do we need to pray, but God wants us he to wants pray. Us to pray. Um, and I, I, I believe we've hit on this before, very early on in the Steadfast Devotion podcast. But um, a relationship is not one way. Yeah. A successful relationship, and we both know yeah. that a successful relationship takes communication. Exactly. Um, so a successful relationship with God takes communication. Oh, for sure. Uh, you can't expect God to always put in the same amount of energy yeah. if you're not willing to put in the same, same amount, amount of energy. Exactly. So, uh, we, you know, we like to over, um, over hype, uh, God. And yeah. I know that sounds so crazy because he is, he is so worthy of all of our praise. For sure. He, he is so deserving of all of the glory and all of the honor. Yeah. But we don't have to put God on such a pedestal that we can't reach him. Mm-hmm. God is very much available. Yeah. He, he, he very much wants you to reach out to him, and he's willing to reach out to you yeah. if you're willing to put in the same amount of energy that he puts in. Yeah. So talking about the way that is a two-way street, yeah. um, we see that in Peter, for example, is a, and I think it's in Matthew 14, I believe, or Matthew, uh, yeah, Matthew 14, yeah. We, I did this in a Fiery Five a week, months ago. If you've not listened to any of our Fiery Fives or anything of our uh, previous episodes, please check them out. Um, you know, we got some great guys that did some phenomenal uh, devotionals. But going back to John or Matthew 14, you know, Peter is on that boat and he sees the man, the his, the teacher, the the man that can walk across the waters and... He sees the he he has that connection kind of you know he knows who he is. He said, "If that's you, Jesus, bid me so come." And he says, yeah, "Come, come." And taking that concept of the two way street, he understands that that's where God's at. But he has to be the one that takes a step towards God. That's good. And says, "If I want to know this man, if I want to, if I I know that this is not a ghost." This is not a facade. This is not a hyper spiritual thing, but this is the real thing. Yeah. I got to be the one to take that step mm. to walk to the man of God. Yeah. To walk to the teacher. Yeah. And you know, um, piggybacking off of that thought, it's a two way street. Yeah. Um, people overemphasize prayer. They do. As well. Uh, Matthew 6. Hmm. Uh, Matthew 6 says, When thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. Yes. For they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Yeah. He says, But verily I say unto you, they have their reward. They have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, yes. enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father, which mm. is in secret, and thy father, which seeth thee in secret, shall reward thee yeah. openly. It says, but when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do. Yes. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Yes. Um, 
people think if they don't say the right words in prayer mm. that their prayer won't be answered. Yeah. Uh, there's not a secret formula to prayer. There's not. There's not a secret combination of words. If you combine this word with that word, then you get this word. It's not Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is this Mortal is talk. This is just this with is the devil. <laughs> this is literally just talking with our Father. Yeah. And uh, the Bible says that Jesus is a friend. Yeah. That sticketh closer than a brother. Yeah. Um, and so when we're talking about prayer, we're talking about the importance of prayer. You know, mm. we're talking about how to pray. Yeah. You don't have to overcomplicate oh, prayer. Bro. Dude. Uh, yeah. Facts. It, I'm going to go back to another passage, right, uh, that speaks on storms. Because I yeah. think we're in this boat right now yeah. that you call unto Jesus when you're in your storm. Yeah. Because there's no one else that you can call on. Yeah. Because because when you call on the name of Jesus, yeah. that that name is so powerful Oof. that it can make the winds and the waves be still. Mm. They're obey they're they're they have obedience towards the one that has authority. You, and you know how the crazy thing about it all, bro, and it's I, I love that you just bring that up. That mm-hmm. you know, when you're in the storm, you know God is so powerful, and yeah. Christ is so powerful that His words are more powerful than the storm itself. It is. But you know what's even more uh, powerful than that? What's more powerful than that is that by the words that Christ spoke to the storm, yes, it gave the men that were with Christ the revelation yeah. of who He was. That's right. When Jesus speaks, he speaks as God. Mm-hmm. When he spoke to the storm, they literally saw yeah. God manifested in the flesh, speaking to the storm, watch this, that he created. Amen. Jesus, oh, my, I feel the Holy Ghost. My God. Do you realize that God created the storms? Yes. Come do, you, on. do you realize that God created the mountains and the valleys? Yes. Do you realize that what you're going through, God created? Come on. And don't you think if God created that, then he would have the power to see you through it? Facts. Let's talk about this, because that what we just brought up is that. That's the result. That's right. Because God has created that storm for you. He created it. But you want to know what's wild? Come on. Is that even in the midst of that storm that the disciples were in, Jesus was asleep. (laughs) Yeah, he was. And the only way wake. that you can get the creator to have authority oh. upon your storm. Wake him up. Wake him up. <laughs> because it's that two-way street. It's like a it's like a prayer that Paul and Silas prayed at midnight. Come on now. They woke up God. They woke up God. And suddenly there was a, a sound. sound. Like a, oh, come on. Come bro. on, bro. It, it, here's, dude, my God, man. Somebody needs to hear this. Yes. Is that you've been, you've been around God. You've been you you've had God in your boat this whole entire time. You just while wake you're him still up. in the boat. You just gotta wake. You him gotta up. wake that boy up. <laughs> you gotta wake him up. You gotta wake that man's up. <laughs> you gotta wake him up. You gotta get Jesus in the storm because, and not the storm and yeah, the Jesus. You cannot be so conformed to the environment that you're in, where the God that created that environment is with you. Come on. Where he's this he's this God that's Emmanuel, God with us. That's right. He's the one that never left you nor forsake you. That's right. He's the one that t- that Jeremiah that he told Jeremiah, I knew you when you were in your mother's womb. Mm. And if that same God that created you, created the stars in the sky, created that storm that you're in, the environment that you're at, 
Why are you so fixated upon that environment saying, I can't get out? And you know, when you look at Peter when he steps out of the boat, yeah. the only reason why he sunk is because he looked at the storm. He looked at the storm. And he failed to look at the creator of the storm. He was he got conformed to the environment that he was around where you weren't. he was not transformed by the man that created that storm. You know, that is one thing that's so powerful God. about God. Amen. You are one word away from seeing a miracle. Come on. You are one word away from seeing a breakthrough. Yeah. You are one word away from watching the winds of the storm become peace. Be still. It says that uh, the peace of God surpasses all understanding. Mm. That peace of a storm. You don't understand what you're going through. But when you call the one that is the prince of peace, he'll surpass the understanding that you're going through. And I just feel like telling somebody that's in a storm right now, mm. God created it for you. He created it for There's you. There's always a purpose for the storm. I'm on now. God had the disciples in the middle of the storm for a reason. Yes. So that they'd realize that Christ mm. was God. Yes. Manifested in the, in the flesh. In the flesh. Vindicated in the spirit. That's right. Come on. That's that's one thing. I, and man, we didn't plan on talking about no. this. But <laughs> Not at if, all. If, if if you feel like if you really if you really feel mm, like man, feel you're the in the storm. Right now. If if you really feel like you're going through something that you just can't see your way through, mm. there is power in calling on the creator of the storm. Come on. Noah. Not Noah, Jonah. Jonah. He was also sleeping. Come on. He was sleeping in the bottom of the boat. And they said, wake up, oh thou sleeper. Yeah. Wake up, sleeper. And watch what happens. They cast lots. And Jonah, mm -hmm. the lot is casted upon Jonah. And he's overthrown into the sea. Come Jonah on. was cast into the storm. Yeah. And God prepared a fish for him. That's right. And the fish may not, oh my Lord. The fish may not have been luxury. No. That, that, that great fish might have not been comfortable, but it kept him safe. Yeah, it was created by a creator. <laughs> it, it, it kept him safe. Yes. And it brought him from outside of the will of God. Mm, come on. To inside the will of God. That's right. Led him directly <laughs> to the path that he needed to go to. Jonah was in the op. He was going in the opposite direction of which way which, in which God called him to. Yeah. And God allowed him to go that far into the storm. Yeah. And you, I mean, they even they even talk about it. Who was on this boat that caused this yeah. storm to yeah. come upon us? Come on. God created that storm for Jonah. That's right. To get Jonah fixated back on the will of God. Amen. And you may be going through a storm right now because God is trying to get your attention to turn around. Jesus. Come on. Preach it. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Who... We weren't talking about this. We literally, our, our ideas for today was going to talk about Matthew 6, and we're going to jump on that. But right now, I, we both are right now in agreement with the Holy Ghost yes. that there's somebody right now that's going through a storm. Yeah. And all you have to do, if you're in your car right now, if you're at your work, yes. or wherever you're, find your secret place. Find that secret because place. Because you said, oh, bro, I wanted to say this. There's no, there is no secret codes but there's a secret place. That's right. And if you jump into your secret place right now and you call upon the name of Jesus, the one that where the crowd is not near you, mm. but you know the God that will be in that crowd and say, who touched me? That's right. And the Bible says Woo. that he 
that dwelleth in the secret, secret place, place of the Most Come High on. shall abide right. under the shadow of the Almighty. Almighty. And he yes. says, I will say of the Lord, watch this, He is my refuge. refuge. <laughs> he is my fortress. Mm, my God. God and Him will I trust. My God. There is power in finding a secret place. Yes. There, there, yeah. Mm. And I guess the Holy Ghost is just leading us to this. Yeah. And and you know we we really like you said didn't plan on on talking about these storms. No. <laughs> I mean we we really didn't. But you know what? It's crazy that it seems as if we're talking about these storms to impact someone else. Yeah. When really we can look back at each other across this table and realize that me and you've been through some storms oh, recently. That's right. And and maybe that God is allowing us to go through this right now. Because he wants to minister to us as well. I believe it. Because we've both been going through storms. Oh, yeah. We, we've both been going through some trying times. We are both are going through that, that moment in life and whether or not we really are going to fully step out of the boat. Yeah. There, there's a difference from, from thinking about stepping out of the boat. And doing it. And actually stepping out of the boat. Yeah. And so... Uh, My God. Prayer is, a, prayer is a powerful thing. Prayer is powerful. Prayer breaks chains. Yes. Prayer gets the attention of your father. Mm-hmm. Prayer is a direct line to God. Come on. There is no there is no automated voice messaging system. One eight hundred call on Jesus, baby. <laughs> <laughs> when in need, call on, on Jesus. And so we were talking about Matthew uh, six, six yes. and nine. Uh, well, I, I would I, God put Matthew six and nine on my on my heart because yeah. there are patterns to prayer. Yeah, uh, you know there are. There are ways to be effective in prayer. Come on, now. And Matthew six nine Bro, is. If a, you're about to do what I'm about what they can do, I'm I'm gonna be blown away. What? <laughs> because also God put that verse on my mind. Matthew six nine. <laughs> yeah. Bro, quit playing. Nah, bro. All the way, just the whole that whole passage of Matthew all, six nine. Yeah. It literally uh, Matthew, thir- starting at verse five. It teaches us on prayer. Yes. But six, uh, Matthew 6 and starting at verse 9 says, After this manner, therefore pray ye that our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. In earth. As it is in heaven. Give us this day. Our daily bread. And forgive us of our debts. As we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into to, what? To temptation. But deliver us from what? Evil. For thine is the what? Kingdom. And the what? Power. And the what? Glory forever. Amen. Amen. Woo, come on now, bro. There are people mm. that when they think of prayer, they get very uh, scared. Yeah. Because, because as someone that hasn't prayed before, mm-hmm. where do I even start? Yeah. Uh, how do I know there's anybody listening? Oh, come on. There have been times in my prayer life where I literally felt as if I was talking to God face to face. And there will be times in prayer where you get so deep into prayer that everything else around you becomes non-important. Yeah. It becomes almost non-existent. There's times where you get lost in prayer and hours will go by without even realizing it. Mm-hmm. Because... People, uh, the Bible doesn't say this. I was about to say the Bible says, but the Bible doesn't say this. <laughs> but there's truth in this statement. Uh, there's truth in this statement that I'm getting ready to say. And time flies when you're having fun. That's right. Uh, the Word of God doesn't say that. 
but it is the truth. Time flies when you're having fun. Dude, and when you're right. talking to God and you get into that secret place yeah. where you know it's just you and God, God. It's incredible how fast time will really go. Oh yeah. And 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 while we're on that, uh, I want to ask you a question, JC. Sure. Um, obviously you pray. Yes. Uh, you have to pray. Oh, all the That's time. That's not even an option. Yeah. Um. So, as a young minister, as a licensed minister with the UPCI. Yeah. Um, what were some challenges? that you faced in your prayer life and how did you overcome those challenges while facing whether or not it was uh, wanting to pray or whether or not it was trying to find the right time to pray or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just what did you do to overcome uh, uh, the obstacle of prayer? You know, um, I built the discipline uh, of prayer. I, well, let me just not say discipline. I, 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 I got to a point where, um, I knew prayer was right. It's yeah. the right thing to do. And I would read every day, you know, yeah. uh, when you got to start that, right? We, yeah. we we talked about over. But it's the lifestyle of prayer that really was trying to get onto me. And um, what I figured out was um, I got so, conf- so just into the case of I got to find yeah. way of praying, um, and I would look at people say, oh, have you ever done the tabernacle prayer? Yeah. <laughs> oh, have you ever done, um, you know, uh, a certain, you know, read the yeah. Psalms? Or have you ever thought about doing, you know, yeah. and you hear these great men of God do these things. And I'm like, you know, I would love to do that, yeah. you know. But I never, I never put myself thinking, how can I figure out a way for me to pray? Yeah. Yeah, and that's the truth. You know, that's because you, you got to find what works. You, you got to find what works for you. Yeah, that's right. It's not the tabernacle prayer is a great is a great way of praying. It's oh, a absolutely. great format. Oh, absolutely. But it might not work for you. That's right. You know? That's uh, right. And I knew that. For, yeah. I do. I remember I prayed in uh, the prayer room here at FPC years yeah. ago, and I was trying to do the tabernacle prayer, and I got so out of focus with it because I forgot all the <laughs> all the ways to do it. <laughs> yeah. But, I, but what I think um, I did was I set myself a discipline of figuring how mm. – how I should pray. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that it's like, oh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I have my own way of praying, and uh, yeah. you know, my prayer is the best way of praying. You know, <laughs> yeah. you, and you talk know, about that a little but bit. It's not your prayer. Come on now, is your connection? Yeah. To the Almighty God. That's right. And He does. And you said it. You, you said it best that you know it doesn't matter the way that you pray if you can just get to Him. That's right. If you can figure out the way to get to Him. It doesn't matter the verbiage. It doesn't matter that vain repetition. It That's doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter. You know That's right. how the how the 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 uh, yeah. Pharisees preached out. Yeah. But it's by how are you going to pray? Yeah. How are you going to get connected to God? Because God created you. That's right. He, he did. created you for a specific purpose. <laughs> so why don't you use your way that Come He on. the qualities that He made of you? Yeah. To get connected to Him. And I, and I and I want to add uh, to that because you know. Uh, Man, we could easily, I guess, get in trouble for for talking about this. (laughs) But, you know, there are people that feel like they have the perfect prayer. Yeah. It's it's not true. No. Uh, And and I'm not saying that to disagree with anybody. Um, And like you said, I I personally do pray the tabernacle prayer. Yeah. 
I and pray, I'm not, and I pray, and no, 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 yeah. and and I pray. I I I love to pray Matthew six nine. Yeah, because it says that literally teaches us when you pray, when pray, you pray this. Yes, and uh, and so. Yeah. Uh, but but I do want to I do want to debunk a couple things and and I mean it, it might be edgy I don't know what you like want to call it but this, but this is just the steadfast devotion podcast hey, bro. you know Come so on. this is you know but anyway um one per one person's perfect pattern of prayer yeah. is not another person's perfect pattern of prayer right. because each relationship is different very different I you can't I the way you talk to your wife. I can't talk to my wife that way. Yeah. The, the hypothetical hypothetical wife. wife. <laughs> but but actually not really because we are the bride of Christ. Come on now. So yeah. the way that you talk to your groom is different from the way I'm going to talk to my groom. Come on now. Because every relationship is different. Fast. And so I I I earnestly challenge you not to uh, not to copy someone else's prayer. No. Uh, but it's it's trial and error. That's right. Uh, I I I. Honestly, personally, I always start off with thanksgiving and praise. Yes. Because the Bible says enter into his courts with thanksgiving mm-hmm. or enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts course with, with praise. praise. Yes. And so that's just how I personally like to pray. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's the the best way to pray. Yeah. To pray. Um, and so I, so if anybody ever tells you they have the perfect way to pray, listen to it by all means and yeah. take what you can get out take of it. it. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying completely disregard it yeah but someone else's god god does not speak to everybody the same yeah and if he did everybody would be original everyone would be not original but everyone would be unoriginal yeah everybody would have the same walk with god the same relationship with god and that would completely debunk the five uh the fivefold ministry yeah do you realize that Pastors pray differently than teachers, and teachers yeah. pray differently than evangelists, and evangelists mm. uh, pray differently than prophets. And God spoke to each yeah. uh, ministry and each person differently. Yeah. And so, so that's a good, yeah, good point. I will, I will jump on this too with the fact that um, your you plans, ways of doing it. Yeah. It's not wrong. Yeah. It's absolutely <laughs> not wrong. Yeah. Don't think that we're just like straight up saying, oh. You should not pray this type of prayer because you know you're not going to make it to heaven. That, like we're not we're not putting that in there. All right, <laughs> all of y'all out there are, are all of our haters out there. Yeah, there's gonna be skeptics. Oh yeah, right. But no, I think um, I would I would say the best way that I figure out the way that I learned how to pray. Yeah, was I seeked God first. Yeah, and I seek guidance. Yeah, because um, he says that. Um, Wisdom comes through, uh, wi- uh, through uh, understanding and uh, the fear of the Lord, and, yeah. and the, getting the understanding, and that's from getting it from the Word of God. Yeah. If you can find a, if you can find your way of prayer through the Word. Yeah, absolutely. That is the inspired word. Oh yeah. That's God breathed. Absolutely. That means if you can find it in here, you can figure out a way to pray. Yeah, and the tabernacle prayer is biblical. It is biblical. <laughs> We're not saying it's not <laughs> biblical. But, yeah. <laughs> but that's not the only way you can pray. Yeah, it's And not. praying Matthew 6, 9 is not the only way you can yeah. pray. And, you know, insert whatever verse you want to insert. Yeah. Our, that's not our point. You have to look past at the face value and look at the principle. Yeah, exactly. The principle of the matter is everyone has a different prayer life. Yeah. Everyone has a different relationship with God. Yeah. And you have to do what works best for you and God. Yeah. You know, when I when I when I was trying to find a way to pray, 
I did go through. Uh, I was just going through like tabernacle prayer. Like yeah, I said. absolutely. I, I was going through. It's uh, a great prayer. Oh yeah, I mean, and I say Psalms, pro- read, going yeah. through Proverbs, Proverbs, taking those verses and yep. implementing them in your life. Yes, sir. And I knew that every time that this is just this is my way. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying like we. <laughs> We say it's not everybody's way, but I took uh, that Matthew six nine through thirteen, yeah, and I dissected that that passage, yes, that saying, um, you know, verse nine in this manner, therefore pray ye, yeah. our Father with art in heaven, hallowed, hallowed be, be thy, thy name, name. <laughs> and to put the fact that the first verse right there is giving all honor, all honor. to God. That's right. When you start your prayer. Giving God praise, yes. giving God thanksgiving, who, yes. who He is, not starting with you, but you start with God yes. first. Then you're going to be starting a prayer yes. because you got to give thanks to the one who's given you the blessings. Yeah, absolutely. The one who's created your situation, absolutely. Who's got you out of that situation. Yeah, and and I want to also say this just because the ta- <laughs> I just feel like we need to say this just to you know get our <laughs> name like out from <laughs> scrutiny right now. Yeah. Uh, if you pray the tabernacle prayer and it works, keep praying. Keep it. on praying. There, we're not. I want to. <laughs> I want to emphasize that enough. We are not debunking the, yeah. the tabernacle prayer. We both pray the tabernacle yeah. prayer. Yeah. And there's. I know there's always going to be people that are looking to try to you know pick us apart. <laughs> hear me clearly. This is. Yeah. Don't be CNN. Okay. <laughs> hear, hear me for face value in the principle. We pray the tabernacle <laughs> prayer yeah. and we do pray Matthew six nine. nine. Yeah. But but. Everyone has to have their own, own way of praying. unique way of praying. <laughs> Paul and Silas in the prison, dude, in yeah. verse uh, 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 sixteen and twenty-five, and it says at midnight when Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, oh, yeah. and the prisoners heard them, and the foundations uh, there were was a great earthquake. Yes. So it, they, the Paul and Silas had their own way of praying as well. They they sang praises to God and they prayed, and God heard their prayer prayer. and there was suddenly an earthquake that delivered them from their imprisonment Mm -hmm. when you pray when oh my god come on when you pray when you seek god yes your prayers will literally be the key out of jail come on now your prayers will take you out of bondage your prayers will take you out of your prison come on and you know what's here so what's wild is that i was hearing brother shatwell say this he told he told me this and i was absolutely just blown away what he said he said that what he said th- that verse in uh Acts 16 where he says that they sang praises uh-huh. unto God he says they were actually singing a song wow. it is in the bible wow. it's called the great hallel which is the great praise wow. and it's actual it's actually in the psalms wow. and the fact is that when <laughs> you start that's that yes. was their way of praying yes. that was their way to praising god is that yes. they knew that oh i go back to the psalms the one that you know yeah. who we sing praises to yeah. and that's the case dude is that what they knew the way they should pray yeah. at that season at yeah. that moment yes. broke those chains that's right. and it actually brought an earthquake that is written in scripture that's i right. can't give you the exact ver- I, i'll i'll write it down in the show notes what what uh uh, script uh, p- chapters they are in Psalms, yeah. But it says that there was an earthquake shaken wow. in that passage of scripture. Wow! And what was so powerful is that what you pray wow. will show. What you start praising 
will show. Yep. And when God, God is not a God of chaos. No, he's and not. So when you start praying things that are in order, that's yes. in line, that's, yes. that's perfect will of God. You will start seeing those things that you have prayed for. And can I also say this and add on to mm. that? That Paul and Silas were not just praying for themselves. No, they were praying. Come on, now, you go. You keep on going, bro. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> Paul and Silas were not just praying for themselves. Yeah. But when they prayed, literally, there were, um, there was a a, a the jailer mm. and his family who were saved and baptized in Jesus' name. Come on. So when you pray, it doesn't just affect you, but it affects your family. Yes. It affects your friends. It Come affects on. your world. It affects your community. It affects your city. It affects your nation. It affects the world. Yes. Your prayers matter to God. Yes. And they don't have to be complicated prayers. Ooh, they can on. literally be simply calling on the name of Jesus. Yes. And that's exactly what the disciples learned. And that's exactly why the disciples were persecuted. Yes. Because they were teaching and they were praying in the name of Jesus. Yes. And the Bible says in Acts chapter 5 that they counted themselves worthy to suffer shame mm. for the name of Christ. Come on now. Ooh, come on. Bro. Your prayers are not just for you. They are not. But they are for the people that you love and the people that walk around you that you may not even know. Paul and Silas did not know the jailer. But they saw an opportunity to pray. And to save somebody else. Yes. And they were willing in the season of their imprisonment. They were willing in their great escape to take time and spread the gospel of Christ. Yes. And because of that, the sailors said, what must I do to be saved? And Paul says to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Yes. But a couple of verses later down, it says, and you have to be baptized. Mm. Come on now. So your prayers do not just affect you, but your prayers literally break the chains for people around you. And I say that because when Paul and Silas prayed, the Bible specifically says that the chains were loosed yes. for every single prisoner in the jail. Yes. Come on now. <laughs> I wonder. I I know. I, I I, I might be evangelistic right now. Be evangelistic and scholastic. <laughs> scholastic. <laughs> scholastic. Uh, but the fact that I know that they were in the jail in Philippi. Yeah. But the jailers heard the <laughs> words that yeah. they were saying. Yeah. <clears throat> I wonder if they understood what they were saying. Who? What kind of? We don't know what kind of people were they were. Yeah. What but language the, were they speaking? But the prisoners knew. Oh. Exactly what was going on. They heard and they felt and they felt. Come on now, dude. It. Oh my gosh. I I think of Acts eight of yeah. Cornelius, bro. Oh yeah. Cornelius gets a vision, bro. Yeah. And he says that. If I can get to it real quick, it's right here. It says yes. that. Uh, and now he says. Um. Uh, that he saw a vision evidently about the ninth hour of the day, and the angel of God coming into him and saying, Cornelius, when ye when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers of thy thy prayers. Ooh, come on now. Thy prayers and thine alms have come up to a memorial before God. Mm, a what? A memorial before God. Oh, so His, you're saying they don't just they don't just Hit the roof and then just die? No, bro. They but stay. they become a memorial? They become a memorial. 
where Ooh. God can look back at those memorials, when God yes. can look back at every single prayer that you prayed. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on. <laughs> Here, and that's the thing is that your prayers, you might not see it instantly, but it's a memorial for what comes to the past because he's an on-time God. He's a God that is in order, he, mm. bro. I, oh man, I wish I had. I wish we had Preston right here, bro. I know he's <laughs> in the he's in the hallway right now, and dude, he'll be <laughs> jumping for joy. What I'm about to say, I remember there was a time at at senior camp where me and him will go to a corner and say, "Today, Preston, this was like five years ago." I, the I said, "Bro, right now we're going to be praying for your family." Mm. We are going to be setting up prayers and alms for your family. And we knew within his family, he had a lot of, he had family members that were out of the church. That's right. That were just heathens. And we know some of them. <laughs> we're best friends with or, one of them. Yes, right. <laughs> and I knew during that time yeah. that when we were praying, we didn't see anything happen. It was year after year after year. I, I think we started praying for his family. We prayed Oh my goodness. All the time. And, yes. and I dude, I told him I told him one day, I was like, We're what we're doing, we're gonna see it happen. Mm. And you got you can't you it won't happen instantly. Sometimes it will. Mm. And that's pray that's that's a powerful that's a miracle. Yes. But when you don't when you do not see the see the prayer answered right at that moment, don't be discouraged because God knows when that prayer should be answered at the right time. He knows exactly. And you know, after those times of praying and keep on praying, he had a moment at around 2019. Homeboy goes to, came from Youth Congress, and we prayed for his family. Yeah, we did. We prayed. And Homeboy goes home, and a boy named Nathaniel Leonard yes. got a, just got all, just had a moment in, his, in, their, in, their, in their room, bro. Had a moment. Where he knew he was tired, he knew that he was given, he had no purpose. He had, he didn't feel like there, there was something different. And at that moment, Preston was there mm. to be the example, to be the light of Christ, and prayed for Nathan. And at that moment, Nathan gets the receives the Holy Ghost, gets a refilling of the Holy Ghost in his bedroom, in his bedroom of mm. all places. <clears throat> and here's the thing: you you may be wondering, when well, when am I going to see this? see this prayer answer when am i going to see until you take a step of faith until you get to the moment of uncomfortability where oh i've been praying i've been praying but when god gives you an opportunity of what you've been praying for i your prayers have come up to me cornelius you i i've seen your alms i've seen your prayers and it's now set a memorial upon me upon before god and he says the synod Send a man unto Joppa called Simon, whose surname is Peter. And here's the thing. If if Cornelius never called upon Peter, we would never see later in his whole house full of Gentiles receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. And we're talking about memorials. Memorials, bro. Revelation Ooh. 5. 5. And, and verse 5 through 8. And it says, And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not, behold, mm. the lion... Of the tribe of oh, Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. Yes. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb 
as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. Yes. And he came and he took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, yes. having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which were literally, the Bible says, the prayers of the saints. Mm. Your prayers are caught up in vials before God. Come on. And God will pour. God will pour out the vials of prayer that you pray. That's right. And those vials will be poured upon your families. Those vials will be poured upon your city. And God cannot help but love to look at an overflowing vial of prayers. Come on now. Your prayers are a memorial before God. It is. (laughs) And if you do not take an action, my God. You who, my Lord? I don't know how. Y'all, y'all don't understand right now, bro. The Holy Ghost is falling in this place right now. My God, my God. Whoever is right now that's listening to this podcast, I tell you right now, call upon Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith, the man that has called you upon the miry clay, pulled you out, and has called you right now. My God, the ones that have been feeling there's no hope in their family, that's felt that there's no purpose in their family, the ones that have been walked out, God, Lord, those prayers God that's been brought up to a memorial God Lord let them be poured out God let there be revivals upon families my God let there be revivals upon churches God the ones that have died Lord God that feel that there's no hope Lord Jesus let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven God I pray right now in the name of Jesus for every person that feels as if their prayer is not being answered God you are oh Lord a rewarder of those that diligently seek you And God, I pray right now for the prayers of your people to be poured out upon their families. God, for the prayers of your people to be poured out upon their city and upon their church. And God, I speak revival right now in the midst of a valley of dry bones. God, I speak to the person that feels as if they're in the sea, God. Lord, let us take our eyes off the storm and put our eyes on the creator of the storm. God, we know that you created the storm for us. And God, I believe right now... God, that you are going to impart the spirit of prayer into every listener that is listening to this podcast right now in the name of the saving name of Jesus Christ. God, I praise you and I thank you. Somebody right now, you not not right now say, God, I'm going to call upon you. I'm going to be committed to prayer. I'm going to be committed right now. I'm going to set a culture of prayer in my family. I might be the only one, but God, I'm going to set a culture in prayer, my God. My God, I'm going to call upon you every day, God. Even if it's just 10 minutes, God, 30 minutes or an hour, God, Lord, I'm going to be uncomfortable with my prayers, God. I God, I'm going to be uncomfortable with wherever I'm at because, God, wherever you are, God, I'm going to be there, God. Lord, whatever opportunities show up, God, let me hear your voice, Lord God, because it's by a connection to you, Lord Jesus. It's not one way, but it's a two-way street, my Lord. Oh, my God, my God. Oh, God. My Lord. I don't, Dude, what in the world? My God, Jesus. I don't know. My Someone... Mm. And and I really feel like we need to end. We need to end on that. Yes. Somebody is going to be the epicenter 
and the catalyst of a revival of prayer. I agree with that. Revival begins when God's people humble themselves and pray. My God. And draw nigh to him as they draw nigh to you. Oh, my God. James chapter 5, my God. Let's let's read that together. That okay. Quick, okay, James chapter 5 that says, But he giveth more grace, wherefore say, God resisteth the proud, yes. but giveth grace unto them that are humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you draw nigh to god and he will draw nigh to you cleanse mm. your hands ye sinners and purify your hearts be ye double-minded be afflicted and mourn and weep let your laughter turn into mourning and your joy into heaviness and humble yourselves in the sight of the lord and he shall lift you up Ooh, come on. Let's talk about this. Is there any sick among you? I say, let him call unto the elders of the church and let him pray over him, anointing him with oil of the name of the Lord. And prayer of faith shall save the sick and yes. the Lord shall raise him up. And if he is committed sins, they shall be forgiven in him. Here's the thing. Confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that ye may be healed for an effectual fervent prayer mm. of a righteous man availeth much. much my god my god yes yes Woo, yes bro yes i just and i want to i want to read this real quick the bible says that if you are called it says if my people which, which are called, called by, by my, my name, name shall humble, humble themselves, themselves and pray and and seek my face Ooh, my and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear them from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their yeah. land. Come on, bro. When you pray, you literally humble yourself before the God of the universe. Mm. When you pray and you seek God's face, the Bible says that when we turn from our wicked ways Jesus, and we, when, we, when we admit that we are not perfect, the Bible says that God will hear our prayers uh, yes. in heaven. God. We want to, in this podcast with you, we want to encourage you that your prayers are being heard. Amen. That God is seeing you through this storm. And I've come to tell somebody, and John Calvin has come to tell somebody, that you are worth it. You are. You're going to make it through this storm. You're going to make it through these lonely times. Silent times do not only not always mean lonely times. But in fact, silent times will always invoke growing times. Amen. God has not forsaken you because you feel as if he doesn't hear your prayers. And God has not forsaken you because you feel as if he's not speaking to you. But God is waiting for you to call out his name Amen. and to seek him humbly and justly and righteously and holy. And when you will do that, God will see your dedication to him. Amen. Somebody that feels lonely, somebody that feels as if God has forsaken them, I've come to tell you that God has not forsaken you. Your storm is not your final destination. Your storm is not the place where you're going to die. But in fact, your storm is where you're going to thrive. Amen. Take your eyes off of the storm that you're going through right now and put your eyes on the creator of the storm. That storm was created perfectly for you.